What is up, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered. I am your host, Joshua T. Berglund. Happy Thursday to everyone. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, many new platforms that I want to give a shout out to really quick. This is kind of exciting. There's going to be people from all over the world here. YouTube, Periscope, Smashcast, Twitch, um, Mob Crush, DLive, Africa TV, Streamcraft, YouNow, Breakers TV, and Chew. What's up, everybody? This is Gratitude Unfiltered, and I'm so happy to have you guys here today. Um, this is fun. It's amazing what you can do when you just start poking around and digging and trying to find a way to constantly keep improving the show. Mary, what's up? Timothy, good to see you, my friend. Um, everybody can join the conversation at facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered. But again, just want to give a shout out to all of the new platforms. I think we're on in Russia right now. We are on in Japan, which they probably have no freaking idea what I'm talking about yet. Um, Korea, like it's, this, these platforms are crazy. And so I, I really love StreamYard because they made that possible. So thank you to you guys. Hope everyone's doing really well. Uh, I'd love to know where you're from. Also, you guys network with each other. Plug your uh, business. If you have a page, you have a nonprofit, plug your business um, in the comments so you guys can network with each other. This is, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, this is a great community here. What's up, Dom Fossett? Good to see you, my man. Long time no see. Um, so again, super excited for all the new platforms. And today we're going to continue the conversation about uh, the the art of the way of the warrior and just the notes that I've been taking from this and what I've been learning. And frankly, it's 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 a lot. And it's really also at the same time kind of helping me understand understand the Bible um, so much more and just like a different perspective on what like Paul, for instance, what he was talking about or a deeper level to what he was talking about in the Bible. And I got to tell you something, it's really freaking empowering. It's empowering, um, especially with what I'm going to talk about today. So bear with me. I'm going to read for a second. <clears throat> Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So I always stopped at hearing, do not conform to the patterns of this world. You know, it's like, don't be a follower. That's about as far as I took it. It's amazing how, it's a problem with like listening too. Like, you know not being the best listener. It's something I've really worked on and I think I'm much better now, but it's just kind of like not listening. Like just reading half of a verse is not getting it at all, you know? <laughs> so what are you going to do with that? But this verse is something that we all know. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but there's so much more to it than this. So I'm going to read it one more time. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing, perfect will. And that's what I'm going to spend the most time on talking about tonight. Mary, good to see you. Brandy, good to see you. Don Fawcett, always great to see you guys. Brandy, 
Wonderful. Psalms 139, 13 through 16. Ah, I'll look that up after the show. Good to see you. What's up, Devon? Good to see you. Timothy is in Palm Springs. Good to see you. Biloxi, Mississippi. Awesome. You have to beat your own drum. Oh, wait. Where'd that go? Who said that? You have to beat your own drum. Oh, there you go. Nice. Okay, I'm going to finish this. My light broke tonight. Couldn't turn it on. Paul was actually referring to our mindsets here. There's a pattern of thinking <clears throat> that is formed in a person who does not believe in God. Paul is suggesting the process of breaking free for the conforming patterns as the transformation of renewing our minds. The warrior must see the world from a new perspective. The warrior sees life from a different mindset. The warrior has a new mind. One of the most challenging things that I can tell you about in my walk with just trying to just be the highest version of myself, to be the man that God created me to be and not compromise on that, like to just get there. And, and I'm not all the way there by any means, but just the determination on this journey. And, and it really, to me, just goes back to this relationship and then just trust and, and being able to surrender over control over my life, getting to this point of like, okay, God, thy will be done. I'm tired of trying to be in control. I'm tired of trying to predict the outcomes and just and be so aggressive with it to the point that I'm missing what I really need to be seeing. And that is truth. That's the real possibilities. It's the true destiny. It's God's vision for my life aligning with my gifts and talents that I get to use for other people that just creates this amazing flow. But to get to that point in this journey, it has been painful. Trying to renew my mind, retraining triggers, teaching myself a, a different way of being and a different way of doing something. That, 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 that retraining, like instead of reacting to a situation one way, try a different way. Try to always focus on love. And what is the loving thing to do? The loving thing to do is to be honest. The loving thing to do is to be honest with yourself. The loving thing to do is to manage the things that you have in excellence so that you can prove that you're ready for more. You're ready for God to bless you more because you're managing what you have in excellence. Man, I heard that the other night and I just, it's just sticking in my head. It's not going away. Um, let's see, journey of process. Yes. God, you you do what you need through me. Us, I love it. Ah, yes, it is retraining. It is, and it's work. It's not easy. The warrior sees life from a different mindset. The warrior has a new mind. So another another way of thinking about it is one of the things like this is like a cheat code, um, I think. But if you can literally get to the point where, where you're talking about, it doesn't matter what it is, but when you're talking about like, ah, oh, this happened to me, or, you know, you, you, like I got ripped off or, you know, I was a victim, like playing that role. Like if you can get away from that and think about all of those situations 
and reframing it by the not thinking, the knowing that it happened for you. It happened for you, not to you. When you can get to that point where you know it in your spirit, in your heart, in your soul, you get there, it changes everything. That's the cheat code to getting to this place where you just have these more frequent conversations with God and they just make a lot of, and then all of a sudden it just gets a lot easier to trust him, to, to guide you. Always focus on love. Like it, victor, not victim. Very, very good. Perfect. Um, yeah, still reframing. So the will of God. The will of God is something to be received rather than, oh, this is good. The will of God is something to be received rather than something that must be perceived. Think about that. What's up, Deborah? Good to see you. <laughs> Cheat code, that's right. <laughs> so listen to this again. The will of God is something to be received rather than something that must be perceived. What does that mean to you? I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you in the conversation, but what do you think it means? Like be thinking about what that means to you right now, because this is pretty cool, I think. <clears throat> when our minds are renewed, wait, when our minds are renewed, it is then and only then that we were able to test and approve what the will of God is. When we see the world from our new minds, then we will see God's intention for us in good and pleasing and perfect. Imagine having infinite number of futures right in front of you. Each one of them is easily accessible as the others. All we have to do is choose one. So I have some commentary on this. Remember, I don't, for those of you that watch the show, you, you will, you, you already know, you've probably heard me say this before, but I believe that we can manifest anything in this world that we can manifest. And no, I'm not a law of attraction person. I'm not. I don't pay attention to it. I don't think about that. I, I mean, not to the level of some people turn that into like their, their God. I don't, that's not my thing. But I do believe we can manifest anything that we want. And you want to be a billionaire, you can manifest that. But I think the way that you create it is when you align God's will for your life. Well, hold on. Your spiritual gifts, using your spiritual gifts for other people and, and allowing your past, the things that hurt you, to fuel that gift. I think if you do that, you are in align with God's will for your life and you can manifest anything you want. I believe that with all my heart, and I'm going to prove it in just a second. To achieve is a do activity. To perceive is a thought process. Yeah, I'm going deep now, Devin. <laughs> it's more about receiving than having to understand it completely. God doesn't tease us. What we dream or imagine is possible, and I've shared this. I've said this a lot on the show, and. The reason why I, I put that there again is because I wanted to support what's the quote I just read, but also like we can, like if we get a thought of, 
us having a radio show or a TV show or being an actress or winning the Oscars. Like if you have that goal or to be the CEO of your company and you're visualizing it you, or you see it, you get the download, that's possible for you. That's what you get to work for. That's what you get to be willing to, to fight for, to deal with, to, that's the, 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 the obstacles that you choose to overcome. Like that's what you get to do to chase that dream or that, that visual that you got. That's what's possible for you. And, it's, and there's infinite ways to get there, but there's also infinite ways to expand upon that existing dream. Do something every day to stretch your faith and you will see God work miracles in your life. I challenge you to do it. <clears throat> okay, so God's will is not something to look at from a linear perspective. It's not walking a tightrope. It's not something that is syn with singular possibilities. So what that means is you can dream as big as you want. Like you, God's will for your life is, is infinite. It's infinite in what you can create. But I believe with all my heart, the recipe for that is to take your gifts, the, the things that you're just great at, you, 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 you use those for other people and allow your past pain, your trauma, your hardship, use that to fuel you. And I believe that you can create anything you want in that, in that fashion. And it's infinite. That's God for you. Oh, what's up, Patrick? Good to see you, man. Um, hi, Bonnie. Always good to see you. Vanna, always good to see you. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you, Amanda. Very cool. Thank you guys so much. Okay. God will not, I'm going to read it again. God will not, God's will is not something to look at from a linear perspective. It's not walking a tightrope. It's something that is singular and possible. Your gifts, purpose. Our future is more beautifully complex than that. Infinite, beautiful, amazing opportunities. Doesn't it make sense that an infinite God would have an infinite amount of future available for us? What if there's an endless number of futures awaiting us, but the portal which we enter, those possibilities, is shaped by the choices we make? So I've talked in the past about like this kind of goes with retraining your triggers, especially if you're somebody that likes to make bad decisions all the time or has a hard time not making bad decisions all the time, like I used to be. But it was hard to think when I was a prisoner of my own mind and a prisoner of my thoughts and all of the voices in my head. And I'm like, ah, and, I, and I'm, I'm paying attention to all the wrong ones. My possibilities were bleak. I didn't have any possibilities. I couldn't see anything. All I could see was <laughs> what I'm trying to avoid. Or like, oh crap, I'm digging myself out of another hole now. But 
changing my choices, choosing different reactions, choosing different responses, choosing to shift from other bad decisions, making good choices for my life that were more in line with my purpose and what God wanted me to do. And the beautiful thing is it's something if you don't know, if you're confused by it, you can always check it with your spirit and it tends to tell you what to do. It's a great, but power of choice is huge because our choices truly will dictate how smooth our path is or how e much easier it is to overcome the obstacles that will inevitably come at us. Yesterday was a perfect example. As bad as it was, my father gave it a twist of humor to it. Deborah, I'm so happy you called me. That was that was crazy. I wish we could talk about that. I don't know if you want to tell people what happened, but holy geez, that's amazing. What am I great at, Bonnie? You know what you're great at. Lauren, good to see you, my friend. Perfect timing for me to receive this message. Thank you. I'm sick, lost my voice. Hence, I'm gifted with more reflection time. Hey, that's not a bad thing. Quantum perspective, will you explain what that means, please? Because I don't know what that means. God is faithful, especially when I'm not. His grace and mercy are boundless. Yes. Yep, that's right. Choose the shift. We talked about that earlier. Okay. But let me read it one more time. What if there is an endless number of futures of waiting us, but the portal which we enter those possibilities is shaped by the choices we make? I love that. <clears throat> the future is not linear, it's dynamic. The future is not determined, it's created. We get to create the future we want, which is shaped by the choices we make. Hiring that coach, um, not going to that party, not doing that cocaine, not sleeping with that hooker, and to hook prostitutes, just saying. Like, The choices we make, to one too many to drink, you know? Was that one too many? Should I pass those keys and give them to someone else instead of me driving? The choices we make. I swear to you, I, I am starting to believe that the choices I made, I mean, look, there's some things that happened. There was abuse and stuff like that in my past, but man, the choices I made in my life were more traumatizing than the things that happened to me. Happened to me. I'm convinced the choices I made were more traumatizing to me. No wonder I had anxiety. No wonder I was depressed. No wonder my emotions were all over the place. You know, using meth and cocaine will do that to you and drinking bottles of tequila at a time. Yeah, yeah, that's probably gonna cause some problems. But it's a funny how when you get in this rhythm of making choices, like not everything's like the, a great choice, I'm not saying that, but those major choices that you make typically that can alter your path. I'm talking about those choices, especially. Now the little choices matter too, but the big choices, the ones that used to like send you off in a cliff, 
or put you in jail or, you know, I mean, those, those choices. Learning to do something different and not respond to those triggers, it's, it's been empowering. And that, through that, learned to trust myself, through that, learned to love myself, through that, started to enjoy being alone. Although, truthfully, I, I'm kind of like starting to be ready to date, like mentally, in, I, in the place that I'm in. Not there yet, but I'm getting closer. I can feel it. And that's kind of awesome. But, but the choices we make are everything for our freedom. And it's the freedom from our mind. Because honestly, I don't even care about the fiery pit hell that religion talks about. Because I know that while I'm alive, hell is in between my ears. If I'm not taking the time to retrain and renew my mind, that's where hell is. It's in between your ears. There's nothing that you were given in this, in this world. There's nothing that you were given that you can't handle if you give it to God. Because if you try to handle it, if you try to handle it yourself, hell will remain in between your ears. It will remain right there. You have to convince that monster, that demon in your brain, you have to that no, I'm not gonna make that choice. And then one demon goes away. You make another right choice, demon goes away. Eventually, all those demons are gone and you're in a clear space. And then when your demon wants to come back and try to like whisper in your ear, all you gotta do is go, not today, man, I'm good. You can get to that place where you master yourself, you master your mind. And I think so much of that comes to being able to surrender pretty much everything to God. The three-step. What is that, Ola? Will you explain that, please? Many dimensions in life, singular, dimensional, dimensional. It, I don't know that word. Quantum is a dimension that is unfathomable. Modern day examples are quantum computing, quantum physics, quantum lies, the edge of understanding. Wow. Thank you, Leah. I love the participation tonight. Thank you guys for all the, like, the comments and your questions and all of that stuff. Oh, Bonnie, you're always welcome. Um, it is, okay, it is your one. The only thing I imagine. Okay. The warrior understands that the world's best future will come with a battle. I was saying this earlier. If no matter what path you choose, you're going to have a battle. There is one, though. There is one path that you're promised to win every battle. 
That's the path of your purpose. And you get to have the confidence going into every one of those battles and knowing this is happening for you because this is going to build you and it's going to strengthen you to prepare for the next stage of your life that is now available for you. Because remember, God is not going to give you anything good, what's perceived as good or bad that you cannot handle. You are built to overcome all of the obstacles in your life if you're with God. What has helped you get to the place of complete surrender? You know, the truth is, Lauren, I'm so stinking hard-headed that um, it took an act of God, literally. Um, I love telling this story so much, but it was after my really bad relapse, and I was going all out to end it. It was like 11 months ago almost. I, I'm losing track of time here now because it's been some time. Maybe, yeah, maybe 11 months. Massive relapse. And about four days into it, I see God comes right here. I'm going to let you go through all of this. It's going to hurt. You're not going to like it at all. But I'm not letting you go. I'm not letting you go. And then the next day, Annie Lobear from Hookers for Jesus, amazing human being, calls me. We have a conversation. I'm half listening to it. The second day, Lauren Michaels Harris, who most of you know, came and gave me a message that I know did not come from Lauren. I know it didn't come from him. It came from God because it was exactly what I knew but had not convinced myself of yet. God will work like that. <laughs> He'll send people to talk to you sometimes. The next day, someone you will see pop on these comments. I don't know if she wants me to say her name, so I won't. She walked time. That led me to Graham Cook, who I started really learning about soaking and getting present with God and just resting and spending time. And through that learned surrender. It, it was a process, didn't happen overnight, something I, but it's changed my life. So that answers your questions. I'm hoping to overcome some things in my life this year, just be patient with myself. Yeah, I love these comments. We do not have the ability or resources to save ourselves. Amen to that. Jesus died for us. Our part is to surrender and believe in him and receive the blessings he has for us. Really quick, this brings up something. I'm going to on topic, but so I want to dispel a myth. There's a lot of people that believe that Jesus, the story of Jesus, off of a bunch of other religions. This is the problem with the internet because you'll just read something like that and you'll like and you'll pictures and graphs and stuff like that and you're like wow that's that's real dig further into each one of those people's stories and you'll notice that none of it matches jesus in fact atheist atheist like historical like people that are doing research like it's non it, it like they will admit 
that not only did he exist, not only did he die on a cross, not only did all of the people, the, the disciples, all see Jesus, like and, and believe that he babied with them. Like that's part of historical record. It's a fact. It's not made up. So I find that really, really interesting and out there that people that don't buy into Christianity, they don't believe that somebody would come here and, 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 and the most amazing wisdom ever taught, but then was willing to die on a cross. Whether you believe anything after that or not, I think a man like that is worth following. Now, I believe the rest of the story. But you could stop there, and that man, to me, is worth following. So I just wanted to say that. I am joy. That stinks. Um, what's up, Katie? Hi, Lauren. Thank you, Jess. Got to speak to us in unexpected ways. Always good to see you. Okay. I thought where I'm at. Okay. The war warrior understands that the best future will come with a battle. You must fight for the future that you dream of. Now, I need all of you to participate in this. What is the future you dream of? I'm asking all of you that are listening on the podcast, online radio, the streaming TV networks, <laughs> the YouTube, Facebook, everyone that we're live with right now, I'm asking you, comment. What is the future that you dream of? What is it? What's it going to take for you to get there? You can put it in the comments. What's up, Jamie? You can put it in the comments or you can just write it down. But if you're not writing this down, huh, you don't want it bad enough. Write down what you dream of. Write down. Jamie, always good to see you. Katie, soak it is a huge business. It is a single handling foster the intimacy I have with him now. It is where I hear him and revolution most clearly. Do you know what's so funny? Before that, I was actually, like, I could actually agree with her. Because when I tried to be a Christian before and I tried to go to church and be religious and all that stuff, I didn't understand any of that. It made no sense to me. I'm like, whatever. This, what? Why would I do that? That's dumb. That's what I'd say, honestly. But once I discovered what the relationship with Christ actually means, what it means like for us, what that makes life available for us, like what the relationship alone in its infinite creation possibilities of what you get to do together, it's amazing. For you atheists out there, imagine it to be like your imaginary friend that's always with you, never leaves you, and it keeps you away from all the bad people. That's pretty much what it's like. And it's freedom. It's a renewing of the mind. And seriously, it's like having an imaginary friend with you all the time. Because you can talk to it. 
you can cry to it, you can laugh with it, which I've done out loud quite a bit recently, that's kind of fun. You can go to the movies with it, you can go to the gym and then you end up staring at some girl's boobs for a little bit um, and then you get reminded, hey, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> that happened. It must be spring in LA. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, I'm gonna have a hard time. <laughs> this, this no, I, I'm just gonna be honest about something else really quick too, because I already mentioned that I'm like my brain's like starting to go. Yeah, maybe it's time to date, but it's not time yet. That's my brain, and I just realized why what that is because it's springtime in LA, and I'll just leave it at that. Springtime in LA. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wear really dark sunglasses with blinders, I think, because, well, spring fever is a real thing. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that on the air. Oh my God. I may need a babysitter. <laughs> I am human. What do you want from me? Once you discover the difference, wait, hold on. Once you discover the difference between religion and relationship, there's a breakthrough. Oh, yeah, that's totally it. Man, the comments are amazing today. And it's a love and grace that is not reliant on what we can do. It's yes. It's grace after grace after grace in such an unfathomable way. <laughs> Thanks, Fanna. I look. Okay, back to back to focus. The warrior doesn't fight. Wait. A warrior doesn't fight to hold on to the past, but rather to take hold of the future. <clears throat> the future belongs to those. Does that even make sense? The future belongs to those with the future to create it. That didn't make sense. This is the way of the warrior. That it, okay. You must choose the future you wish to have. So I ask you, what is the future you want to see? What are you willing to sacrifice for that future? Now this one matters. What are you willing to sacrifice for the future that I asked you to write down? The, the, thing that, the stuff that you dream of. What is it that you dream of? What are you willing to sacrifice for it? Even if it meant that you had to give up things that you just love. Like, I'll, I'll be, I mean, for me, it was give up sex. You know, it was stop drinking. And I'm not, like, and I haven't been completely sober. I'm not going to say I have at all. But, like, the drinking thing, like, give it, like, stop. Stop the partying. Stop the going out. Make different choices. Like, I had to remove a lot of stuff. I had to remove friendships from my life. That, Normally, I would have never removed in my wildest dreams. Like, how hard would that be for you guys if you had, if you knew that you had a friend that really wasn't supporting the, the, the way that you be and, like, where you're supposed to go? They're not on the same journey. But you feel bad for them, and, and you're still there, and you're still kind of coddling them. Or, I, I, whatever it is, I don't know. Maybe they're triggers for you. Maybe it's not really a friendship. And it's something that will distract you from your path. Like, 
the path to your ultimate greatness is not easy, but it's joyful. It's like, it's like great sex. It's also like a great workout, like that feeling, like after, a, I mean, I lifting weights, I never really feel like that as much, but it's always like one of those super intense workouts or really good, whether it's yoga or a spin class or, or like a body pump class or, you know, something like that. And you're just like, oh, you're spent. Like you probably even almost threw up, but yet you felt so euphoric that you were just like, it was, it was like an orgasm through your whole body. You know what I'm talking about? That's okay. Again, with the inappropriateness. But what are you willing to sacrifice? And it's tough. It's not easy. But those choices, like, and half of those things that you, 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 that you would eliminate, that you would wrestle with. Like if you really were honest with yourself, you would know that you should eliminate that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes there's some obvious ones. Like, yeah, you probably should stop doing meth. Yeah, you should probably stop doing cocaine. But the not so obvious ones were stop having sex. And when I was originally led to do that. And man, like even that temporary marriage thing I had and, you know, and during sex, I even then knew I didn't have a healthy relationship with sex. I had some healing that I got to do in that area. It's primarily why, but that, and the other reason is that I've never had a good relationship. The health, I haven't had a healthy relationship even since, even in my best relationships, they weren't healthy. And so like I get to do everything different this time around. Like I get to be the man that I was created to be before I decide to go jump into another relationship because no other way has worked. And I promise you one thing, because I believe this with all my heart and for all of you couples that are out there, just take the time to pray together, seriously. Even if you don't, if it, you don't, even if you don't believe in Jesus and you don't want to go, to, you know, you're you're not walking that walk. I promise you, one of the best things that you can ever do for your relationship is pray together. It's amazing. It is so like that is the one thing that I like. I my you know temporary marriage ex, what well, I don't even know what to call her. Anyway, we were married for three months. I have to talk about that at some point. Anyway, um, we prayed together a lot. And it was powerful for us. And yes, the marriage didn't work out, but there was a, there were very specific reasons why. And I one of them was that I also had a lot of growing up to do and a lot of healing to do. So I'm not saying anything bad about anybody, but at all. I had a lot of growing up to do and I had no business being in a marriage, but I'm so thankful to God that that marriage did happen because it allowed me to see who I be in a very uncomfortable way. Jennifer was the perfect mirror for me to really just get real 
And it's what forced me to just get honest with myself. Okay. <sighs> um, when your mind is shaped with hope, you do not see just two paths, a good one and a bad one. No, you see endless amounts of paths filled with amazing opportunities. How many opportunities do you see for yourself right now? Like if you're being honest with yourself, how many paths would you, would you say are available for you? Like how big is the dream that you have? What are the possibilities that you dream of? One of the biggest mistakes I think that we make as adults is we stop dreaming. And I'm phrasing it dreaming because like, you know, everyone tells you to have a vision. Have a vision. That seems like one of those things, honestly, I, I, I get it. But it almost sounds restrictive. Dreaming to me seems more unlimited than focusing on what's your vision. It seems so You could frame it by saying, what are your dreams? Doesn't dreams open up vision so much more? Because when you dream, you automatically think what? Dream big. Dreams are where all the crazy imaginative stuff like flying cars and, you know, freaking unicorns and, 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 and monkeys and giraffes and all that stuff. Like that's where you dream of all that, right? But it's just you never know what's going to happen when you're dreaming. So much better than vision. I think it opens up completely. Hey, was Steven, good to see you, man. Tell the missus I said hello all the way from Australia. Good to see you guys. Okay. Do not allow your minds to be shaped by any of the patterns that would steal from you the hope that God created you to live in. Do not allow your minds to be shaped by any patterns that would steal from you the hope that God created you to live in. So I think the key word there is patterns. The pattern of good decisions builds hope, builds confidence. It builds peace within you. It quietens the mind. It gets rid of all those voices because you keep making good decisions for each good decision that you're making. Goes, there goes a bad thought and another and another. And it's like it gets addictive. You're not always going to make the right decision, but it gets. But the pattern is what matters. The routine, the momentum, the momentum of good decisions is ultimately, it's like, it's like being um, like, I don't know, like Sonic the Hedgehog, like flying through. I don't know why Sonic just came up. I couldn't think of anything else. But I mean, it's just, it's like a fast track to freedom. Just get that momentum built up of good decisions because how many of us have been guilty of, you make a couple of good choices, and then, ah, you know what? That cocaine seemed like a really good idea. And then all of a sudden, the next night you're doing cocaine. The next night you're doing cocaine. And then the next night. But you had, and then after it's, it's wearing, wearing worn off, then you're like, oh my gosh, I, I, I was doing everything right. I was doing everything right everything and then 
I went, I had, I had too many drinks and then some guy offered me a bump of cocaine and then I, I, I did it. And then I was like, well, okay, well now I need an eight ball. And then you need another eight ball. And all of a sudden, holy crap, like you had made all this progress, but now you're all the way over here. I'm not making, I mean, I've done it a lot. Like I said, every time that I try to turn my life around, every time I try to turn my life around, I, it would like, I would get two steps forward and then I, I would do something self to self-inflict more damage on myself and then just lose all that momentum down a rabbit hole of hell. I went, how many of us have done that? How many of us are doing it now? How many? It's a great time for you to be, to be honest with yourself because these patterns don't stop. Can I re please recap? Oh, Kim, you can watch the re I'm going to start a, uh, I'm going to start a watch party after this. Um, but I'm kind of covering it. Darlene, the release of dopamine. I go to the gym. Oh, this is <laughs> self-sabotage. That's right. Do not allow your minds to be shaped by any of the patterns that would steal from you the hope that God created you to live in. The God of infinite possibilities has infinite possibilities for your good. It's all available for you. with the renewing of your mind. It's worth doing the work. It's worth doing the work. So freaking empowering. Like now, every time, like if I get in my head about something, if I get down, like I am able to get out of it so much faster. It is not paralyzing me anymore. I'm not saying this to brag because dadgummit, I freaking work for it. And I want it. I want what God says is available for me. I want all of those dreams I've had since I was a little kid to come true. I want all of it. And I get to have it. Because I know in my heart, in my soul, in my spirit, that if we, all of us, choose to use our gifts to bless other people's lives and fuel that gift with using the things that hurt you to bless other people not only will you have joy in your life but the limitless infinite possibilities that become available for you because i know if you're willing to give others and to give your gift for other people to use your gift for other people i know that if you do that you are also the kind of person that's willing to do the work for their dreams. That is what's available for you. You're new each day. I like what you said, and I like dreaming. Living the moment and completely surrendering to God is infinite dreaming. Yes. Same minute. There you go. That's right. Look.
you can't do it without work. I'm not talking about 10x in your life because here's the, here's the most amazing thing. Surrender, trust, get into the place of, Lord, thy will be done, and just knowing you're good. It, it, it makes things just, like, it's not exhausting. It's work you enjoy doing. It's work you're willing to do. It's not work like, I've got to do this new diet where I can only eat a peanut every four hours and drink room temperature distilled water and I can only go to the bathroom once a day. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's not that. It's freedom. It's freedom, dadgummit. It's, it's not rules, it's relationships, it's being guided. Like, again, it is, it's the ultimate path. So, what are your dreams? What are your dreams? What are you willing to sacrifice in your life for those dreams? And it all starts with the renewing of your mind. And it's rather simple. I don't believe that there's a bunch of steps. I think, I think that, and I would love to hear like some extra, the steps that you guys have in mind, but truly being able to get to a place of giving it to God and taking action on the things that you feel led to do. Now, feeling led is simplifying it, but feeling led could be anything. It could be take a job. It could be, uh, or it could be quit your job and just start that business. It could be, it could be start a ministry. It could be try your hand at acting. It could be, um, 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 it could be anything. It could be removing alcohol from your life. It could be removing sex. It could be anything, but it's taking action on the things that you feel led to do and also releasing go, releasing control to God. That will be done and just trusting. Those two things are the path to freedom. It's not 10 steps. It's not 20 steps. It's two. Anyway, thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed it tonight. Uh, thank you for your shares. Thank you again to the new audience. Um, and thank you for your support. And those of you who are just now joining the show, I will start a watch party. But also, um, plug your businesses. Plug your, if you have a nonprofit, uh, please plug that. And uh, plug your websites if you'd like to do that. Anyway, God bless. Thank you so much. Have a good night.